Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast. Today we spoke to Keith Gow about Richard De Gregorio's On Time at the Metropolitan Hotel during the Adelaide Fringe Festival. You might notice that I can't say Richard De Gregorio's very well, so I've opted now for the computer to do it. And we're here with uh, Keith Gow, who is the writer of a uh, work that's coming to Adelaide for the 2012 Adelaide Fringe. It's uh, Richard De Gregorio's On Time, and uh, Keith Gow is with us. How are you today? Oh, very good, thanks. How are you? Ex- all right, thank you. Um, now, I noticed you tweeted about 10 to 8 uh, about this um, interview. I wasn't late, was I? No, not at all. <laughs> no, I was, I was at 8.30. I didn't know whether we'd change back to 8 o'clock. And, yeah. No, no. <laughs> all good, all good. And appropriately mentioned uh, time there, which is awesome. Um, yes. <laughs> now, you've, now you've written this work, which has uh, already done a bit of um, playing around, I believe it was in the Melbourne Fringe last year. Yes, it was. Um, and it's sort of it's a kind of a musical comedy theatre type piece. Yeah, it's a mix of uh, lots of different things. Um, yeah, there's some storytelling in there, and there's a couple of songs, and um, it's all on the theme of time and. Uh, Richard's sort of obsessed with uh, time and um, how long it is between now and, you know, things that he's got to get done. And, mm-hmm. um, so, so all the stories um, revolve around, you know, those moments where, oh, things are going on forever and you wish they'd hurry up or other times when you wish things would hurry up and they don't. <laughs> how much of it has been his kind of relationship with time and how much have you been involved as the writer in telling the story? Has it been your entire story or has it been... Um, no, a, a, lot, a lot of the stories he tells are stories from his life. Um, we've uh, we may have polished them up and uh, <laughs> made them funnier or made them uh, more exciting. But um, So I was sort of brought on board to sort of shape it into a, a show mm-hmm. and um, find how the theme sort of intersected all these different stories. Um, Richard likes to tell stories um, about his life, and you know, he puts a lot of energy into telling the simplest stories. You know, I, I'd tell it in a couple of minutes, and he spends a good five and or ten minutes, you know, giving all these elaborate details. Um, so we wanted to capture the spirit of him telling stories about his life, and um, I think we're both interested in t- the notion of time and how we perceive it and um, how it sort of affects us. Mm-hmm. And um, so we found stories that were appropriate to that. And then there's sort of linking things in between um, little bits of trivia and little bits of sort of philosophical notions on time and uh, how it relate, how it relates to our everyday lives and that sort of thing. Awesome. Now you're going to be playing at the uh, Metropolitan Hotel for a very short season uh, from February 26th to March. Where have we got? No, yeah, February 28th, sorry, until March 3rd. So just kind yep. of uh, one week that you're, you guys are going to be down here with the Fringe. Um, yep. Will you be coming down with uh, Richard? Yes, I will be there. Uh, it's my first time at Adelaide Fringe, so it'd be good to just see lots of different things that are happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'd be good to be there to support Richard. <laughs> yeah, also. Doing the, show, to, doing the show again. Yeah, how long? Because it would be probably about six months by the time we get around to the Fringe. Uh, yeah, about six months, um, and it's really exciting to be able to put a sh- sort of put the show on again um, yeah. and look at what worked last time and what we can make a little bit better and that sort of thing. I'm yeah. so used to doing shows that are on for one season and then they go and you make another show and that's exciting. Yeah. But um, we're really sort of thrilled that we've we've, got, we've had the time to sort of step back, have a look, see what's working, and um, and see which bits could be made better before Adelaide. And kind of when when does that process of 
um, reworking the show, I guess. When's that going to be taking place? Um, we've we've t- we've talked about it um, a little bit. Um, I mean, there was always there was the post uh, Melbourne Fringe season analysis, but um, we didn't seriously sit down and start thinking about it until recently. And um, we're going to sit down this weekend sometime and go through the whole show. Um, and we're all supposed to have done homework on <laughs> thinking about which bits we we think can be made better and that sort of thing. And we'll all get together with the mm-hmm. myself, Richard, and the director. We'll get together and talk about it. And uh, who came aboard to direct the show? Uh, Chris Broadstock, um, oh, who is a yeah, he's a friend of um, Richard. They um, have known each other for a long time. Yeah. Um, and uh, Richard, this, this is Richard's first like solo show, so he wanted someone <laughs> he knew really well. Um, and he felt like he really liked another actor and Chris is quite good at comedy um, and, and improvisation and stuff to sort of yeah. see him through his first solo show which um, was a real challenge for him and, and for me as well because I'd never written something for one person before Yeah, because um, I did actually I worked with Chris uh, on a show in Melbourne um, early this year Sleepyhead and uh, remember from that that he was always off to improv yeah, yeah. So he's obviously got a lot yeah. of that experience and sort of getting things up on the floor and getting it life and excitement and all that kind of. Yeah, thing. that's right. Yeah. Um, um, do you know? Do you notice from I guess popping in and seeing the show during the seasons that there is much of an improvisational improvisational element to it? Um, yeah. Once Richard got um, sort of settled into the show because we did two weeks here, um, mm-hmm. and once the first week I think was. After he'd had been able to sort of sit back and relax a bit, <laughs> mm. um, he was he was a lot um, more prone to improvisation in the second week. Um, so yeah, I don't know how comfortable he's doing improvisation normally, yeah. but I think once he got used to how the audience is reacting and that sort of thing, yeah. there's not a lot. He doesn't go way off script or anything, but. No. Uh, um, there are moments when you can play with the audience and um, see how, see what they like and <laughs> how they're acting to certain things. Yeah, so I, like, um, I suppose it's much more of a, a genuine kind of reaction to what's going on around you as being that kind of improvisation or just keeping it alive rather than yeah, just playing, playing it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's, I mean, there's sort of stand-up elements to the show as well. Um, and and so it, there are moments where you know some things work one way one night and some things work a completely different way another night mm. and um, he'll play on that and keep going if um, <laughs> something's working really well but um, there is quite a bit of structure to it and yeah. it's not all just riffing on stuff it's um, some of the stories are quite philosophical and that sort of thing as well yeah. not just it's not just stand up which I think some people were expecting with a one-man show. <laughs> yeah, because um, he seems quite established as a musician as well, um, with some guitar work during the show and all that kind of guitar. Yeah, he's, been um, playing? He, he's been playing for a little while, but he hasn't really done a lot of music on stage. Yeah. Um, but when we were developing the show, I, I talked to him about what sort of different skills he had and what sort of elements he wanted to bring in. Um, and there's a bit of a comedy rap in there as well, which I think Richard likes to do, that sort of um, comedy sort of music. Mm. Um, and yeah, and then as we're developing it, I, I sort of, this sort of song came to me, so there's a bit of that in there as well. So again, another challenge for 
both him and myself, I hadn't really... I've tried writing songs before, but haven't really gotten that far with it, or certainly haven't um, put them into shows before. Yeah. Um, and Richard hadn't really played the guitar on stage or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, we just sort of jumped in with both feet. <laughs> Best way um, to do it sometimes. Try, tried, um, tried something different rather yeah. than doing what we knew we could do. We, <laughs> we thought we'd try out different things. And I imagine it's working out quite well considering you've got a second season of the show, which is great. Uh, absolutely, yes. Um, that's, that's what was great about after the season, we were able to step back and go, yeah, we've got a solid show. Mm. It, doesn't, it doesn't all work. It's not perfect, but um, we've also got another chance to show it off. And, you know, we, I mean, we're looking to tour it eventually and that sort of thing. Um, so it's nice to know that our... Um, <laughs> um, Trying something different uh, works pretty much. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> not if, yeah. Always nice to doubt works rather than not. Yeah, well, it was good. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> it was good that we came along, uh, came away with a show that we feel is pretty solid and it only needs a little bit of polishing around the edges. Yeah, cool. Now, you mentioned yeah. before that you're, you're more used to writing shows that have more than one person. Like, you have a lot of... Um, two-handers that you've written and all that kind of gear. I have, yeah. Um, yeah. What, it, what were some of the difficulties you found in working as, in a solo, for a, sol- a solo script, I guess? Um, well, at first I wasn't sure how, how just writing the script, how to keep the energy up. Um, when, you've, when you've got no one else to bounce off, mm. um, it's really hard to know where the energy is. And of course, the energy is in the performance, but when I'm actually writing the script, mm. <laughs> uh, and, and of course, we developed a lot of it together. Um, yeah. Like he told me the stories that he wanted to put in the show, and then I went away and wrote this, those stories up, and then tried to find linking things in between. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think I find, and especially, and this is probably the one up until that point was the longest show I'd written. Mm. Uh, no, I've written, sorry, I've written a lot of scripts before, but this is the longest production that's been put on. Um, I was, yeah, it was just hard to know how, to, if, if the audience was going to be kept <laughs> entertained. Whereas I know with a two-hander um, that they'll be entertained by the conversation, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and know where, like, two characters obviously are for different things or that sort of dramatic tension. Mm. But when you're on stage, when you've got one person um, and they're just telling the story, are, are you keeping it interesting enough? Are you keeping, is it funny enough? Um, <laughs> and I don't think I was really convinced of that until I saw Richard starting to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Scary time? Um, yes, but I was sort of thrilled by it. And then since then, I've actually written a couple of short 10-minute um, scripts with just one uh, one actor, one one character in it, just to try that out. Yeah. Um, creating a character for a short show rather than... This is obviously Richard, um, mm. a character like Richard. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not a, it's not 100% Richard, but it's pretty much... We sort of had to do it that way. We didn't want... <laughs> we wanted to sort of think of him as this character, Richard, so we didn't get too worked up about how um, reliant we were on, you know, uh, being faithful to his actual life. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a certain point where you've got to step away and go, well, fiction might be a bit more entertaining than fact sometimes. 
Yeah, that, and you don't want to offend anyone. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't want to, and you don't really want to get into a situation where you've got Richard saying, and they're going, I'm so interesting, here's why. Yeah. Um, so you sort of create a character called Richard who's telling stories about Richard's life, but, um, yeah, has got some perspective. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, and, do you know, sort of, I guess, you you known Richard for quite a while. What sort of training has he had? Where's he sort of come from to put this um, together? He, uh, yeah, he studied at um, the Ballarat Academy of Performing Arts yep. um, in the mid to late 90s. Um, and after that, he did a lot of work in Commedia dell'arte, and he had a um, theatre company that he toured around to schools doing lots of Commedia shows. Yeah. Um, and he actually made a documentary about um, Comedia that um, he's sold to different places around the world. So he spent a lot of time working on that sort of physical comedy. Yeah, um, kind of a really old-fashioned practice. Yeah. Performing yeah. and art and, yeah, comedy. Yeah. So, um, so he definitely, and he brings those sort of elements to this show as well, the physical aspects of it. Um, he's not just relying on the words he, you know, when he gets into telling the stories, his his whole body is in there and moving, and um, so that makes it exciting as well. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, I think um, the show sounds really, really fascinating. Uh, Richard de Gregorio Gregor- yeah. on time will be on at the Metropolitan Hotel at 48 Grote Street in the city from uh, Tuesday, 28th February, right through until Saturday, 3rd of March. Uh, tickets through Fringe Ticks and uh, all the details are online at linkadelaide.com.au and uh, including links to Keith's website, which has got a whole heap of uh, reviews and various other theatrical writings you've been doing. Yeah. Um, from here in Melbourne. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you. Richard D. Gregorio's On Time plays the Metropolitan Hotel from February 28 until March 3. Keith Gow's website is keithgow.com and you can find more details about the show at linkadelaide.com.au or adelaidefringe.com.au. Link Adelaide apologises for his inability to say Mr. D. Gregorio's name. We'll try harder next time.